creek with no paddle, no aliens to battle where we want to go. Without being pompous, we don't need map or compass. We're launching Caddy Wampus on our new travel show. Space Crouton, only go with us. Space Crouton, on our podcast bus. Space Crouton, we see you recognize. And in space, no one can hear you scream. Loopy from our earworms, space shanty theme. Curdy Clammerwood here with our latest episode of Space Croutons 2.0. Today we're starting off with a story from our travel reporter, Siri. But first, I believe Sally has a joke for us. Yes, I do, Curdy. What kind of sugar does Lady Gaga put in her coffee? What kind of sugar does Lady Gaga put in her coffee? Raw, raw, raw. Well, I'm not sure the audience appreciates your humor. It is very sophisticated. Sophisticated. (laughs) That's one word for it. It's like my dad used to say. Joking is no joke unless the joke the joker is telling is the kind of joke that jokers like to tell. Kind of like a woodchuck chucking wood, if you get my meaning. While the audience ponders that, please play today's message from our sponsor. Bored with your same old reality? Looking to re-energize your life or embark on a new adventure? Or, do you just want to meet some very fine young cannibals for a bite to eat? Well now you can do it all with Bestford's new She Drives Me Crazy, Road Warrior Tips and Trips phone app. It's the only app that helps you plan your road trip to an infinite number of different worlds, times, dimensions or realities. And best of all, it's free. Just answer a few personal questions and our exclusive algorithm will map out a unique travel plan and tell you just where to go. You take off for fun. While we sell your carefully collected personal information to the highest bidder. If your trip doesn't change life as you know it, the additional spam in your inbox will. And trust me, deleting all those emails will drive you crazy too. That's best for it's She Drives Me Crazy, Road Warrior Tips and Trips phone app. Download us today. She drives me crazy. Yes, a five. Let's see how the Blade Runner universe reacts to that. Their travel app will have a life of its own. What timing. I believe Siri has a story about the She Drives Me Crazy app we just heard about. Hello, Curdy. Yes, I do. Today, I'm reporting from Los Angeles 2019. I know it isn't actually the future, but it's an alternative reality. Well, that was close. Anyway, yes, I'm following a lead about Besford's new travel app, She Drives Me Crazy. It is one of the latest apps to help our listeners find good things in this brave new world of ours. The app is an easy download no matter what type of phone you have. Harrison Ford provides the voice and persona to guide you through the directions, and it comes with several musical numbers from Fine Young Cannibals. One of many pre-programmed destinations is Los Angeles 2019 in the universe of Blade Runner. What a sight, flying cars and a dank and rainy backdrop. The She Drives Me Crazy app is leading us around town to some of the more memorable scenes from the movie. And yes, Blade Runner 2049 is also available. 
I hope we're getting this. A police vehicle just blew by chasing another car. Oh man, did you see that? Guess not, since this is a podcast. The vehicle being pursued cleared an intersection just as the light changed. Several cars from the side street were already moving into the intersection as the police vehicle arrived, slamming into the encroaching vehicles, creating quite a pileup and allowing the fleeing vehicle to get away. I'm watching the getaway vehicle hit every intersection with green lights. Why does this never happen to me? I'm surprised you didn't come here sooner. It's not an easy thing to meet your maker. Uh, I'm sorry, what? Quite an experience to live in fear, isn't it? I'm, I'm getting a little freaked out. The light that burns twice as bright burns half as long, and you have burned so very, very brightly. What is going on with this app? I've done questionable things. That's it, we're out of here. I'm setting the app to return to our previous reality. What a weird broad. But you'll appreciate me soon. You're gonna be hanging on for mercy when I get this sucker rolling. This is Siri reporting for Space Croutons 2.0 TSA. Ah, too bad. A 20. That resets it back to normal. Well, it was fun while it lasted. Thank you, Siri and, uh, Harrison. Sally, please check on Siri and make sure she's alright. She has returned to her normal time stream and is back online. That's wonderful. Cordy, our next guest is ready. To quote Kermit and Fozzie Bear, we're moving right along. Our young friend Seaver has returned to us with a story that is out of this world. How are you, Seaver? I'm doing well, Curdy. It seems like forever since I've been here. I've really missed you guys. Well, it has been a while. And I've got to say you sound like a young man now. What have you been up to? Well, first, I have this for you. A die? A 20-sided die. What's it for? Most people use it when playing D&D. What's so special about it? During an earlier episode, I heard something I don't think you and Sally were aware of. It was when you started quacking like a duck. A duck? Quack, quack, quack. Quick Seaver, give Curdy some of Bevsford's Mallard Marmalade. It is on the shelf beside you. I have something better, if you can get Curdy to roll a 20 with the die. I'm afraid you will need to put the die in his hand. Five. Darn. A 12. Better, but no dice. 20. Yes! Quack. Um, what's going on? You are quacking like a duck again. Well, not again. Wait a minute. Didn't you just say duck and... Oh, I just said duck. Why am I not quacking like a duck? Mallard Marmalade was just a temporary fix. A workaround, really. You had to roll a 20 with this die. I had to roll a what? A 20. In D&D, rolling a 20 tends to resolve your situation, or at least gives you the best possible outcome. And I won't quack like a duck anymore? See for yourself. You just said duck. But I didn't have any urge to quack. Thank you, Seaver. Curdy, to commemorate this occasion, I have a joke for you and the audience. What is it, Sally? What did the turkey say to the farmer on Thanksgiving? What did the turkey say to the farmer on Thanksgiving? Quack, quack. Oh, that is good. Really? You guys are something else. 
but I must say I do feel better. No more quacking, no more Besford's Mallard's Marmalade? I don't think so, of course. That really depends on the Dungeon Master. Dungeon Master? Who's that? Great question. I don't know yet, but I do have a theory. What is it, Seaver? I think someone is playing D&D, and we're all the characters. Could it be related to a temporal disturbance? Why, yes, it could, Sally. Why do you ask? I've been picking up indications of a disturbance, similar to when we would go to the Woodend. But I thought that ended when we lost the crouton. It had, but I fear it has returned. And that would explain the other reason to be here today. Your story? Yes, I've discovered a new world and wanted to share it with you. A new world? And you think it's related to this D&D thing? Well, I can't wait to hear about it. Calabunga, Curdy. I am stoked as well. It all started when I lost one of my Doctor Who socks. Not the pair, just one. So I started to investigate. I became a real Sherlock Holmes. I interviewed my family and friends and put together a list of observations and questions. 1. Why is it when a sock disappears, it's only the new pair? 2. Why do the socks return, sometimes months later? 3. Where do they go when they're missing? 4. And finally, does their mate or partner miss them while they're gone? From this, I formed a hypothesis. Socks are alive. Alive. Now I really can't wait to hear what you've discovered. Laundry world. Laundry world? What's that? Oh, it's just what I call the alternate universe my socks escape to when they go missing. I must say, Seaver, I've always thought it strange how my socks periodically disappear and reappear. How did you discover Laundry World? With Sally's expertise. Thank you, Seaver, but it was nothing. We placed a micro-recording device combined with a GPS locator on a few of my socks with hopes that one of the socks would go on the run, sort of speak, and we could record his, her, or their trip. And Shazam! One disappeared the very next day from the laundry. What I have is a recording of their journey. So let me get this straight. Socks are alive and you are able to record their communications and movements? Sure, they are alive. Why wouldn't they? It's just basic quantum mechanics how particles vibrate. They all have energy, and really, energy is life. And Sally is the one who figured out how to track and record their movements. She really is the bomb. It was my pleasure, Seaver. So if they're alive, why don't we ever see them move? It's the weeping angel effect. The weeping angel effect. The weeping angel effect. A popular explanation describing objects that only move when not being observed by others. Named for the Weeping Angel characters in the popular Doctor Who series on the BBC. Thank you, Sally. Yeah, thanks, Sally, old gal. Old gal. Okay, I get that they're alive, and I follow why I haven't seen them move. But let's get back to Laundry World. What is it? Sure, daddy-o. So what we have discovered is that all of our clothes in our dryers are portals to a world totally populated by what we consider clothes, but are actually living beings. Clothes dryers are portals? Like the magic roundabout? We have documented numerous portals around the world. Yeah, but a clothes dryer? Seaver, can we hear the recording? Sally, would you do the honors? Oh, yes. Just a moment. I never enjoy getting tossed around in that dryer. Daddy, you're back. 
There you are. I've missed you. Do you have anything for me? Let me see. Do I have anything for... Lynch. Oh, you are wonderful. Thank you. Now where's Mom? I'm over here. Argie, give me and Mom a few minutes. Okay, Daddy. What's the matter? It's the humans. They have discovered the portals. Our portal? No, not yet. They've only visited a few of the other dimensions and have just a basic understanding of how a Mobius loop works. So what do we do? I'll continue to gather information, but it may be time to contact the Grobanites. Daddy, Daddy, come play. I'm coming. We'll talk more later. That is where I lost the audio. Well, that's fascinating, Seaver. So what is a Mobius loop? A Mobius loop is a surface with only one side, when embedded in three-dimensional Euclidean space, and only one boundary curve. Awesome, old gal. Old gal? It's a slightly more complex version of an infinite loop. Well, that fits in with our theory about the roundabouts. And just what is their fascination with lint? I think it's food for them. Lint for food? Yeah, isn't that cosmic? More cotton than cosmic, if you ask me. Well, do you have any theories about why only newer socks disappear? I do. I believe that the new articles of clothing are young and curious, similar to us humans. As they age, they lose that sense of wonder, and I kind of get the feeling that you also have to believe you can get through the portal in order to go through it. Why do you think they come back? In the recording, they mentioned gathering information and contacting the Grobanites. Sounds like a conspiracy. No more than if we discovered someone was trying to invade our world and change things as we knew it. Oh wait, we did, and I think we pulled together to solve the problem. That's pretty deep, Seaver. Thank you for bringing this story and perspective to our attention. I won't look at my sock drawer or laundry room the same anymore. Will you join us again? I'd love to hear more about this D&D thing as well as laundry world. I would love to. Thanks, Curdy. Well, with that, I believe it's time to go. Thank you all for joining us. This has been Curdy Clamberwood with special guest Steve. Play us out, Sally. Goodbye for now, Space Grutonians. And keep peace in your heart until our next story time. Space Grutons, Season 2.0. Space Grutons brings new worlds to know. Space I think they may be catching on. What shall we do? As long as they don't realize the Cordex left residue on them, giving them the same powers as the Cordex, we should be fine. Take that kid Joe. Considering how long he wore the mood ring, he is like a nuclear reactor. Let's hope he doesn't go the way of Three Mile Island. They drive me crazy and I can't help myself. Space Croutons is the work of original fiction. Similarities to persons, situations, or events, real or fictional, is coincidental and unintentional. 
Created and written by Jerry, John, Della, and Jeff Goodson. Episode story by Jenna, Della, Jeff, and Jerry. Original music by Jeff and Jerry. Production by Jerry. Featuring the voice talents of Levi, Joel, Rachel, Jacob, Jenna, Jeff, Jerry, Sally, Harrison, and Roland. Entire work copyright 2021 by Jeff, John, Della, and Jerry Goodson. This has been a Good Witch Audio production.